Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where America hangs out to have a conversation about life, specifically money, work, and relationships. I'm Ken Coleman, joined this hour by Jade Warshaw. We're taking your calls. We're up here for you, and you matter deeply. We want to get you some clarity, some hope, and some breakthrough today. 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Jade, you ready to roll? I'm ready. Let's rock. Let's all right. Roll. Before we do, I do want to tell all you fine folks that are listening or watching, if, if this show is encouraging you, entertaining you, equipping you in any way, we need you. You are the greatest marketing tool in the world. Word of mouth. So would you uh, share the show, uh, review the show, uh, subscribe to the show, however and wherever you listen. That would do us a huge favor. We want as many people as possible to know there's a positive, safe place to have a conversation about moving ahead in the most important areas of your life. Thank you for considering that. Uh, let's. This is fun. Let's go across the pond, shall we? Ooh. Uh, London, England, where Franklin is joining us. Franklin, how can we help? Hi. Uh, so I was born and raised outside of the States, you know, just to give you a background. And um, essentially, I don't have any kind of uh, credit history in the States, but I'm moving to the States in a couple of months for mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And I essentially wanted to find out how best to build my credit score as quickly as possible for, you know, obvious reasons why you need uh, a great credit score. And the fact that I'm looking to get into real estate investing. Um, and so I just wanted to get any tips that you'd have in this regard. That's cool. Franklin, uh, thanks for calling. Uh, are you familiar with The Ramsey Show? Or are you kind of like a first-time listener? How'd you find us? So I listen occasionally. I, 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 I haven't you know, streamed it or called in or listened live. Yeah. It's mostly YouTube videos and on um, uh, Instagram and and uh, essentially snippets of it okay. over the internet. Okay, well, you know, on here we teach things a little bit differently. Uh, we teach to get rid of the credit system and, and to, to, to get yourself as far from the need of a credit score and credit as possible. Our whole thing here is paying off your debt so that you don't have to, in, in building up money so that your credit score doesn't matter. So I just want to take a moment and kind of give you that foundation because if you're kind of listening here and there you might not have the whole picture so i kind of want to give you that picture so that you don't feel like i'm coming after you because it might sound like i'm coming after you a little bit franklin but i'm not i just want you to kind of see where i'm coming from so we believe that the debt score or the credit score i should say is nothing more than a i love debt score it's basically measuring how you interact with debt it has nothing to do with how much money you actually have and i think that franklin you coming over here to the united states the whole point is you want to create this life you want to make sure the money is good and the money is flowing but the the credit score has nothing to do with that so the way we teach is that the best way to uh, financial pieces like this, a series of baby steps, all right? The first baby step, you're getting $1,000 saved. The second baby step is you're paying off all of your debt except your house. The third baby step after that is you're saving three to six months of finances, and then you go on to investing, baby step four, and on up to baby step seven, where you're giving generously, you're buying real estate and cash, you're doing all these wonderful things. So I think that right now, we're not having a meeting of the minds. So I can't tell you 
what to do and I won't tell you what to do to improve your credit score, but I will tell you what to do to improve your relationship with money and to manage your money to the optimal degree. Does that sound all right? Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. I guess, uh, and maybe this is um, uh, jumping too far ahead, but mm-hmm. I guess my question would be, if you're, because I'm, I'm, again, I'm, I'm kind of learning the ropes as mm-hmm. to real estate investing. And one thing I've come to understand is if you want to uh, um, do deals, a lot of deals um, as quickly as possible, it's not very practical to uh, save you know, a sure lot it of is. Money to sure it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is. Look at look, we're trying to get you to a point of building wealth with as less risk as possible. And I know there's a lot going out there, zero down. You know, all these different ways to purchase real estate. Uh, but that's ultimately that's not the best path, and it's the 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 most the path that's filled with the most landmines. All right, and we're trying to get you there peacefully. We're trying to get you there safely. And uh, here's the thing, Franklin, you're going to do what you want to do on this, but you called us. And so we're going to tell you that if you're purchasing real estate outside of your personal primary residence, that you need to pay cash for it and save up to pay cash for it. And if you follow the baby steps, you will be able to do that. How old are you? I'm 31 now. Dude, you're young. Let's work these baby steps and let's work them in order. Do you, you're coming over here. When you come over here, what's the plan? Are you, um, I mean, do you have debt now? No, I don't. No debt now. Do you have three to six months saved up? Yes, I do. You do. Excellent. Okay, what's so, the professional goal when you get here? He wants to be in real estate. Uh, so, so, uh, so the real estate thing is going to be my side hustle. Right. I'm uh, currently a lawyer. Okay. Um, and I'll be working. So you'll be working as a lawyer, yes? And what's the income? Uh, uh, somewhere along uh, in the seven, six figures. Well, that could like, be anything. Like, be specific. Yeah. I mean, that could be 150 or 950. Yeah. Give me a ballpark. Uh, it's, it's just below 200. Okay. okay. All right. I so love- here's what I wanted to say on this, because Jay's absolutely right, but, but Franklin... If I told you that I had a strategy for you to build a house, this is a house you're going to live in in the United States, and I told you that I had a strategy that would allow us to build the house in 30 days, like really fast, but it was risky, would you be in for that plan? <laughs> I might. No, you. that's why you're <laughs> laughing. Come on, man. It's okay to say you painted me in a corner, Ken. Would you be up for that strategy, Franklin? This is your house. No, I no. <laughs> that's what Jade's telling you. you. You watch all these Instagram videos of people saying, hey, you can get in and make all this money. It, 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 that's the quick plan, but it's also crazy risky. Am I right, Jade? Oh, Ken, you're... I mean, that's what I'm trying to help him see what you're saying here. Like, Absolutely. What, this is a side hustle. Why would you take on something, Franklin, that is so risky? When you can do it the right way on the side, and as a lawyer, you've got no cap to your income. Right. That's what I'm telling you. Jade has laid it out for you. If you work these steps, you're going to be able to do this, Franklin. Oh, man. Keep going. I mean, you've, got, you've done it all. You've paid off your debt. You've got that three to six months. Man, just start saving to pay cash. You've got a good income. The, the American dream, debt freedom. That's the American dream. You're coming over here. I'm letting you know. That's the dream. The dream is not having a bunch of real estate debt. 
I'm telling you. Laying it out there. All right, now coming up next, we're going to get to more of your calls and we'll reveal what uh, Jade and I got right today about our outfits and didn't know. (laughs) That's coming up. Don't move. This is The Ramsey Show. back to the Ramsey Show, where we talk to you about your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by Jade Warshaw. And uh, this is kind of fun today. Uh, we, we had a little bit of a switch. Uh, our, our good friend, uh, George Camel with a K, a uh, little under the weather today. Oh, man. Didn't feel like he could go. He was a game-time decision. Ooh, it was. And we got the email uh, moments before I was wrapping up the Ken Coleman Show. And uh, I got the email. You'll be joining Jade Warshaw. And to be honest with you, since George is not here, I don't mind saying this is a real upgrade for me. And uh, <laughs> and so, no, I love George. But uh, really excited, Jade Warshaw. If you're new to Jade or new to the show, she's our newest Ramsey personality. She's an absolute friggin' rock star. And she's a great cook. And uh, she she has a great story. And then on top of all of those greats, Ken. she's got great shoe wear. And I, you know, I get a lot of grief around here for, for my uh, attention to clothing and shoes. And so the point is, is that we didn't know we were going to be on the air together today. We're yep. both rocking the monochromatic look. We are. I got the all gray on, head to toe. You're all black, head to toe. All black. But it's the footwear. Come on, Ken. Don't make me put my foot on this table because I'll you, do it. You're younger than me. Show for the, Now, for the listening audience, they can't see. These are the classic Air Jordans. Our viewing audience can see those things right there. I believe I can fly. Woo! Yeah, there it is, folks. That's um, it. That wasn't bad for not practicing. Be. Oh, yeah. That was good. Was I on key? Yes. Okay, that was I very it. intimidating. All right, so I'll show my kicks. Let's see these. What is this? Oh, wait a second. Well, we they are Nike. Oh. These these came from Forrest Gump. Notice the socks too. Huh? I think I think these were the shoes that Forrest Gump was wearing when he was <laughs> running across the country. Thank you, Jane. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if that's an insult, but we'll take it. I well, mean, it's good. But we got the cool kicks on today. Oh yeah, I once saw you wear all white. Oh, been known to do that many times. And I said, this guy, this huh? this guy, this, this is a different guy right this here. One swaggy dude is what you really thought. No, smoother than a fresh jar of Skippy. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I'm going to take the rest of the day off. I don't even know what that means. Hey, I will say this. One little fashion tip, uh, and, and this is this is for men and women. Monochromatic is a win. I'm going to tell you why. It points to the shoes. So you got to wear good shoes if you're going to go monochromatic oh, yeah. because it's like a giant arrow pointing down to the accessory. So the reason we both have those shoes, see, maybe you haven't thought through this, but I have. Uh, the monochromatic outfit points to the shoe. Ken, do you know who you're talking to? I, of I'm course sorry. I thought through I've this. I've now somehow offended you. Don't slap me. Well, let me tell you what else you need to think through <laughs> when you're picking out your clothes. What? Is it in the budget? Oh, now, you, got, you get these shoes on a budget, don't you? I do. You know, my husband resells Jordans, so he, I, sometimes people see me wear shoes and they're like, oh my gosh, and I'm like, y'all don't understand. I didn't pay. Like, I didn't have to pay like yeah. that. But you got a budget for this stuff. And and, and, and don't go broke for no. a label. Please no. do not go broke for a label, people. No, no. 
No, you get you got the envelope. You got it. You got to put it in the line item. Yep. But uh, just because you're on a budget doesn't mean I'm speaking the guys only right now. Yeah. You can't look like a bum. No. All right. Please. Oh, you better not show up looking like a bum. No, that's what I'm saying. All right, there it is. We're ready to get to the phones. <laughs> Joe is on the line in Jersey City, New Jersey. Joe, how can we help? Hey, Ken. Hey, Jade. How are you guys? We're, We're having good. a blast, as you can tell. What's going on? <laughs> Uh, well, <clears throat> I just wanted to say, Ken, great stuff as always, and uh, Jay, congratulations and good luck. Hey, thanks, um, Joe. Uh, yeah, so my question is, um, now that the market has kind of gone you know, wayward over the last few years with the pandemic and everything and inflation and um, uh, cost of living and all that has kind of gone up in almost the entire country, just wondering, does have you guys considered, has Dave considered the um, emergency, the starter emergency fund to go up maybe to like 1500 or 2000 because some of the prices for things like a hot water heater or transmission or whatever might be more expensive than it used to be when he wrote the book originally and started this plan? Now, this is funny, Jade. This, this is, is like, does the emergency fund, Baby Step 1, need an inflationary adjustment? Very thoughtful question. What say you? Well, whose side are you on here, Ken? What? <laughs> I didn't take a side. I just said it's a very interesting question. It is. Everything else is hitting. Everything else is being adjusted yep. for inflation. I think it's a thoughtful question. It is a thoughtful question. And, and here's where I'm going to approach this, because uh, you're not the first person to ask this, Joe, and I'm sure you're not going to be the last person to, to ask that question. But what we have found is that when we ask when we teach for folks to get a thousand dollars saved most people and i mean the statistics will tell you that 56 percent of americans do not cannot afford a thousand dollar that's right emergency wow and we actually did a study on the state of personal finance and it told us that 36 percent of americans actually have zero dollars Zero. Zero. Some might call it a goose egg. No money saved. <laughs> so if you have $1,000, do you know what that's called, Joe? That's called winning at life. Because most people just don't okay. have it. So where okay. I can understand the mindset, because trust me, I have kids, you know, we got cars, we got, there's a lot that can go wrong and I understand that. But understanding what the what the averages are and understanding what the actual truth of the matter is, which is most folks don't have any money saved. If they have an emergency, they're going straight to their credit cards. All right. And they're taking an emergency and just turning it into a, a even bigger problem with zeros on the end. And so what we're trying to teach is, is an accessible way for you to plan for emergencies. And we've found that a thousand dollars is something that if you bust your butt, and get it saved, it's actually enough to, to float you through. Now, here's the thing. It's not intended to feel like, all right, I've made it in life. I can just sit back right. and put my feet up, put my, put my Jordans up on the desk, right? There it is. That's not yeah. what it's for. The, you know, we want you to feel that, that, that anxiety, not anxiety, but we want you to feel that, that, that feeling of, I got to get out of this. Like, this is not where I want to stay. And that should light your fire to get through baby step two so that you can have that three to six months and have that cushy feeling and that, that wonderful feeling of security. How does that sit with you, Joe? No, that's uh, that's fine. You know what it is? I'm, I'm kind of getting started with the uh, baby steps. I've, I've known about it for a while, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, the wife and I were, you know, trying to come to a understanding and agreement on how to, how to go about it. And yeah. so basically uh, we haven't even just talked about this uh, step number one, mm -hmm. but I know mm -hmm. that um, my wife might feel more comfortable as Dave always tells about the uh, security glance oh, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is going to come up. And I think, you know, I just want to have an idea as to what would be said. Hey, uh, Joe. You know, I presented the whole baby steps to her and she kind of likes it. But yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. How much debt do you have to pay off? Uh-huh. Uh, quite a bit. I got about, um, 
my wife has uh, under her name, but it's ours. Obviously, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about uh, all, just under nine, 100000 I think, in uh, student loans. Um, and then we have about maybe uh, another 30-ish in um, credit card or uh, consumer debt. Okay. Consumer debt. So I want to address your wife's comfort gland because you're bringing up a very good point and you're going to have to communicate this. She's got to be on board. So I want to give mm-hmm. you just something from a husband's point of view on that conversation. So let's just okay. forget for the moment the 100000 in student loan debt. And let's look at the credit card debt or consumer debt of 30000 okay? If mm-hmm. you were to pay off one or two of those credit cards, okay, how much yeah. money would that bring back to your budget? So, in other words, how much are you paying out on the $30,000? What would you say? Ballpark figure of the 30000 not student loan. How much are you paying out each month in minimums or, or whatever? Oh, well, uh, uh, well, without the mortgage, it's, it's about uh, like – Fifteen hundred. All right, on that's what I'm looking like for. On mine, yeah. All right. So my point is, no. if you guys got really intense and you paid off thirty thousand dollars, that's fifteen hundred dollars a month that you don't have to put out. You understand what I'm saying? It's a mental game. Uh, now, we want you putting that money into the student loan, so you're going to debt snowball this thing. But mm-hmm. I'm just trying to help her see. We're yeah. going to have more you of have our more own. You have more than you in, think. You got more than you think once we pay off some of the debt. So the safety gland needs to be focused on, whoa, we need to build up some protection. And the protection is not the savings. The protection is getting rid of the debt. That's the... It, I'm not trying to play mind games with, your, with, with, yeah. with you and your wife, but she needs to understand why we need to be all in on this. Jay. Yeah. Have you guys done Financial yeah. Peace University? Uh, I I went through, I did some of the classes I haven't gone through fully, um, and my wife is going through it soon. Yeah, I want you guys to go through that together, and that's going to get her on the same page with you, because that's key. If you want to get this debt paid off, you want her to be on the same page, Financial Peace will teach you how to do that. Good stuff. Thanks for the call. You guys can get there, Joe. Hang in there. All right, she's Jade Warshaw. I'm Ken Coleman. This is The Ramsey Show. More coming right up. This is the Ramsey Show, where we talk about your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Jade Warshaw. This hour, 888-825-5225 is the phone number to jump in. 888-825-5225. Jade, i got to get something off of my chest here. Oh, boy. And uh, curious to know your thoughts on this. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a little spicy, particularly for men. So, dudes... You're just going to have to handle this because I'm coming at you. This is a big buildup. Well, it's distressing. Headline uh, that I looked at, and it's coming from a new study from the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston. Men are dropping out of the labor force because they're upset about their social status. I'm just going to let that sit for a second. I don't know that I've read a more pathetic headline in my lifetime. I'm going to say it again. I want you to hear what it really is saying. The headline is, men are dropping out of the labor force because they're upset about their social status. What it should say is, men are quitting because it's not going the way they want it to. Oh, man. 
<laughs> I'm not making as much money as the other guy. <laughs> so I'm going to go home and live off of mom and dad. You snowflake. Mm. You wimp. What is happening here? All right, now, before I go further into data, i got to take 30 seconds on this. And some of you are going to say, oh, you're old school or you're a boomer. Well, number one, yes, I am old school. Number two, I'm not a boomer. I'm a proud member of Generation X, whatever the crap that means. I've never understood what that means. <laughs> but let me tell you something. You know where this starts? It's generation, a total generation, where we tried to make everybody feel good and we gave everybody a trophy or a participation ribbon for showing up. And I got news for you people. This is what happens when we try to make everybody feel good and we try to avoid having them feel the sting of loss. Mm. I got news for you. There's first place and then there's loser. I'm just being honest. You if go you well, first, you're last. Well, but listen, you say, well, kid, what about the Olympics? They got they got the, 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 the gold medal, the silver medal, the bronze medal. Well, these are Olympians who work really hard. Mm -hmm. We should acknowledge first, second, third place. But in youth soccer... When the score is five to nothing, I got news for you, little buddy. You lost. You lost five to nothing. And by the way, the five-year-olds know. These kids are smart enough to realize that the ball went in the other team, oh, went know. in our net twice, and we haven't even sniffed the other side of the field. And you want to know what, Ken? They can handle it. They can, Jade. They can handle it. These but, kids are resilient. But these dudes can't. And that's a shame. Now listen, folks. Here's the data. Um... The study found that the decline in earnings for non-college educated men over the last four decades has increased their likelihood of leaving the labor force by nearly half a percentage point. Now, this, this might hurt some of your feelings, but I, I can say this. Younger white men in particular were more likely to leave when their expected wages fell relative to their more educated peers. Mm. But... While the white men are wussing out, turn, turns out the ladies aren't, Jade. Whew, tell us. Women have not seen the same level of decline in their wages based on education. Wow. That group has seen a 32% increase in weekly earnings. Now, there's two things I want to get at. First, we have a culture that has created this context. What do I mean? Very simple. We have for decades said that the college diploma is the most desirable way to live a life in other words if i have a college degree i'm going to be more successful and so the numbers have borne out that way because mm -hmm. companies play the game too right oh you don't have a degree but the bigger problem is we have men that are leaving the workforce all together they are taking their ball and going home mm. you didn't pick me so i'm gonna go home and mommy's gonna make me feel better and cut me a pb and j sandwich and let me play on the video games all day long i'm telling you it's what's Ooh. happening Ooh. i'm just i'm just not, keeping it real. not my sons ken not my oh, sons. i know better than that i and and not my brothers because if i heard boys, that you know what? And here's what needs to happen here's the fix there's not a policy in the world that's going to fix this yeah this is a social problem and I'm trying to have a little bit of fun with it, but I'm making a key point. Mm -hmm. If you are a family member, if you are a mom or dad, a grandparent, a, a brother, a sister, a cousin, a good friend, and you are harboring, and I'm using that word on purpose, yeah, you are harboring a wussified dude who's got his feelings hurt and refuses to go work and be a productive member of society, it is incumbent upon you to kick their butt out. Okay. I'm just telling you, it's a problem. Ken, give me some dap. I don't even know what that means, but I'll do it. 
What's the dap? Is the the dap is I'm with you. I'm with you, oh, heart exciting. and spirit. See, folks, right? I'm getting cooler by the minute. All right, now now I'm going to go home and do that with my 17 year old kid. He's going to roll his eyes so hard they fall out of his head. <laughs> you know, it, what do you think about what I just said? And I'm not looking for approval. No, this not is at a all. societal problem. It reminds me of okay, I mentioned earlier, Sam and I have a talent agency, and we we book talent all around the world. Yeah, and to get the job, there is a series of protocols you have to follow, and I find Ken because America's the greatest country. I would agree. It goes agree. without saying, but it's cushy up in here. A very cushy. It, it's cushy. You in nailed In comparison it. to some other countries. That's right. And what we find is that if we're uh, hunting talent in, let's say, the Philippines or, or India, where life in some areas is not as cushy, when we tell them, this is what you have to do to get the job, they do that thing, lickety yeah. split. I'm don't ask questions. Jumping Jack Flash. They get that thing done. Whereas some <laughs> of the right. counterparts oh, who yeah. are here in the States, they oh, could yeah. be a better player. They oh, could yeah. be better at the job, but they don't feel that they should have to do. Yep. yep. And so they, they, and they sleep on it. And I'm like, now, wait a minute now. What's going on? The job is the job. Mm -hmm. But I think what happens is you get cushy. You start having entitlement. You start having this I deserve mentality. And I think the yeah. I deserve mentality can be, That's right. it, can, it can be the beginning of the end for well, some people. Well, it is, and you've nailed it. So you all kind of, so for those of you that rolled your eyes and laughed at my whole thing about a trophy, but see, mm -hmm. this keeps getting, um, it keeps getting supported throughout where I show up yeah. and I'm rewarded for showing up. Just for showing up. As opposed to getting rewarded for accomplishing right. here's what happens these men are falling out of the workforce because they look at the competition and they're getting beat and instead of rising up and going yes. all right i'll get you next round mm -hmm. you know what they do they go i'm just leaving all together you know why yeah because they've been protected from failure that's right and failure best i can tell jade with every successful woman or man in the history of the universe mm -hmm. failure is what propelled them forward. You can't learn to ride a bike without wrecking a bike. It's necessity. And I'm telling you, we have protected our kids from failure, and as a result, they've got no grit. So what happens is we coddle them until they get to the real world. They fail That's or right. they feel like a failure because he's making more money than I am. Right. And so they don't know what to do because they've got no grit. They don't know how to act. If you find anybody who's successful, and I'm not talking about you know, at the very time, I'm not talking about the Michael Jordans. I'm right. talking about King Coleman. If I talk to you, a successful man, good at marriage, good at their job, you, you will list out. You could probably make oh a whole gosh. computer list of all the ways that you didn't get the trophy, all yeah. the things that you endeavored yeah. at and failed at. Hey, I got told by a program director in Atlanta, second year into the chase, folks. Guy looked at me and said, I don't know why you're trying to get on this sports talk station. This is a number eight market. <laughs> and he said this, I'll never forget. He said, Ken, you don't have the talent to make it mm. in a number eight market. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've well, been there. Let me tell you something. I did, and I do, and here I am. Come on, son. But listen, it hurt. I know it did. I'm having a little bit of fun, but I'm not puffed up. I'm telling you, I went home, and it rocked my world to hear that. From oh, that yeah. But somewhere in the next 48 to 72 hours, I had to decide. Come on. It's about what, what you do I next. What am I going to do? Nobody's going to hand you anything, Snowflake. Mm -mm. Like, you got to get out and take it. It's like that old trick when it's like you get ready to open the door and then they drive forward again. Yeah, and you, you try right. to open the door, they that's drive it. again. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, you know I, I talk about this all the time to my boys and they, they're sick of me saying it. But, you know, I'm trying to teach my kids. You're in a competition. 
And if you don't think you're in a competition, I got bad news for you. Mm. You're getting your head beat in. You don't even know it. You're competing against the you of yesterday, and you're competing against someone else. Now, not in an ugly way, I get but it. I'm telling you. Healthy competition. You're trying to book artists. Come on. And there's always someone There's always someone who's practicing more than you, that's studying more than you. They're, you better believe it. While you're complaining, they're out there getting better. Yeah. Well, good stuff there. All right. I feel much better. Coming up next, a question about saving for retirement or future education. We'll break that down. This is The Ramsey Show. your questions about life, specifically your money, your work, your relationships. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by Jade Warshaw. And uh, you've probably heard the words inflation and layoffs and recession and blah, 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 all over the place used as what I like to call negative bombs just to get your attention so you'll watch the TV a little bit more. The truth is you can't control what's going on in the White House, but you can't control what's going on at your house. I'd love for you to think about and Actually, join me, Dave Ramsey, Rachel Cruz, Dr. John Deloney, Jade Warshaw, uh, and Chris. No, no, you're shaking your head. Why are you shaking your head? I don't know if I'm going to be part of this one. All right, never mind. <laughs> That's news to me. I'm making stuff up. It's not in the copy. Wait, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. What are you doing? <laughs> you know I've been married almost 25 years. If I start seeing someone and a woman next to me shakes her head, I can't concentrate. Well, Ken, you, you called me out. I thought I was out. saying nothing wrong. I'm saying something wrong. No, 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 no. Keep going. Keep going. Building this, this wealth. Is good. You are going to be there. All right? <laughs> I'll be there. All right. You're going to be there. It's going to be fun. Here's the deal. Uh, we want you to uh, check out the website, RamseySolutions.com slash events for our continuing uh, event series. The tour is Building Wealth. It's going to be a Nashville uh, here uh, at our, uh, I believe here at our headquarters. That's right. It's going to be fantastic. January the 12th. Whew, thank God you said that was right. That's right, Ken. Indianapolis, Indiana on February 16th. I'll Austin, be there. Texas. Oh, now you're there. Would you pipe down, please? Austin, Texas, February 23rd. Salt Lake City. I'm going to pay for that one later. Salt Lake City, Utah, April the 24th. Anaheim, California, May 2nd. And uh, this is a wonderful event. We're going to teach you how to inflation-proof your money, build lasting wealth, and invest wisely. General admission passes start at just $49. Don't wait. They will sell out. All of our fall building wealth events did sell out, and these will too. Again, go to RamseySolutions.com slash events. That's RamseySolutions.com slash events. Are we on the docket together? Are we in we any are. cities? What yeah. cities are you in? We're going to be in Indianapolis and Austin together. Oh, okay. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. No, no, no. Actually, I'm in Austin and Anaheim. Oh. So you and I will be together in Austin. Austin. Okay, oh, that'll okay. be fun. Okay, very good. It's good. All right. Well, we'll get our schedules uh, figured out uh, <laughs> on the break, but the great news is we are here for you. Let's get to the phones. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. Hannah is up in Ogden, Utah. Hannah, how can we help? Hi, how are you? We're, We're having a good. blast. What's going on? So I am a I'm a longtime listener. I've been listening since probably before I can remember. My dad really likes Dave Ramsey and has um, <laughs> encouraged me and my siblings through the baby steps, and I've done that. Good for um, you. I am 26 years old. I'm debt free except for my mortgage. Sweet. Um, uh, my husband and I bought our house back in 
January of 2021. And so where we're at right now is um, I'm making enough money that he's going and doing a career change. Um, He's working part time and getting his education so he can do this career change and make more money. Okay. Um, I'm contributing all, like, I'm maxing out my retirement at the company that I'm working with right now. Okay. And my question is, because I would eventually like to um, not change careers, but go and get further education in my industry. And um, so my question is, is do I keep putting the money into the retirement fund or should I take it out and invest it in a different way? Because I know we're probably going to have to move. Um, What's the education? What's the education that you're pursuing? And what do you think the ROI is? And then what is it going to cost? So that's a three-part question. Mm -hmm. So um, the education I'm looking for will be a, um, I work in compliance. Mm -hmm. um, And so it will be a master's degree in environmental compliance type setting. Um, The way that the industry works, um, it is set up that, a master's degree is um, required to, okay. it makes it easier to climb up to certain levels. So there would definitely be a return on investment. And okay. then the company that I'm working with right now also has, um, they will help pay. So what would be portion. your cost? What would be your cost to get this master's? My cost to get this master would be our living expenses. I would take a cut on my income at the time because working full time and doing a master's degree would be like, I know who I am. I know people who, who can do that. I, but I can't, um, so there'd be a little bit of a cut in income. We'd probably have to move to be closer to the school that I want to go to. Um, and how much? dollar, dollar mm-hmm. wise, how much is it going to cost? Like per, dollar per, wise? per yeah. semester, per semester, about 6,000 per semester before any assistance from. Yeah. But see, you're making or, it too complex. What is your out of pocket total? Not per semester. Total. 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 Okay. Um, Probably twenty thousand. Okay, that's our number. I just wanted to give that to Jay. Yeah, it's twenty thousand. Now I want it before I give it to you on the money piece. I do want to cover this. The school I want to go to. That's a very concerning phrase. I agree, Hannah. Nobody. And I mean, nobody gives a crap where you get your master's. You just got to get the master's. And it feels like to me we're we're adding extra hoops to jump through when we're considering selling a house, moving somewhere to go to a school that I want to. I'm going to challenge you on that. And you don't have to respond because I'm not trying to put you on tilt. But I just want you to know nobody cares. Last time you went to the doctor, you didn't ask the doctor to where he went to med school or she went to med school. Right. So I'll, I'll just leave it at that, Jade. But now we know we got 20000 she's got to save for to cash flow the master. And this is for the entire year? That's the that's total. Probably, that's for two years. That's the total. That's, oh, so she that's needs 20000 total. Oh, my goodness. You can cash flow this. Yeah. What are, what's your income right now? My income right now is sixty grand a year. Um, and then, like I mentioned, my husband is working on a career change that will be done probably in the next six months or so and so he'll be making equivalent to that as well so are you asking about the 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 investing question because you feel like it's going to take you longer can you keep investing as we teach and still get the 20 saved up or is it going to take a really long time i mean that's yeah, 800 that's 833 dollars a month if we just yeah. broke that out over two years you got 833 dollars a month that you need to save what let's work it backwards what do we need to do because it i mean you 
if you don't have that money yet to start this coming semester, that's okay. You know, the house is not on fire. What do we need to do to make this scenario true for you to where you're saving up that kind of money so that you can cash flow this and actually make it work out and not stop saving for retirement and not stop saving for retirement because i did want to ask you more about that but i mean i know that you're maxing out your 401k but we really want to get you to the 15 percent. so if you're not at 15 percent, we want you to get there and then we can start working on what does it look like to be able to pay for this as we go you know okay. and i think i think that you can uh-huh. I think okay. if you find the right the right um, school that's within your budget, because again, Ken gave great advice about making sure that we're not just, you know, choosing a school based on the name or based on what, what quote, they say, but picking a school that's actually in line with your budget so you can get this master's. And, you know, 20, you know the 20,000 number that gets you to 833 a month, but maybe there's something out there that you can do that's less expensive. I don't know. Um, is there online options that are less expensive? I know, I know there's something out there that's going to work for you. It's just a matter of, you know, turning enough door handles until you find the one that's got the prize behind it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that you can keep investing as Jade instructed and save up for the master's program? Um, it'll be a little bit easier once the career change for my partner. Yeah. Okay. When it comes to fruition. All right. Well, be patient. Um, be not, patient. I'm not in a hurry. That's beautiful. Be patient. So I think, Jade, what you and I are saying is don't interrupt the yep. investing. I don't think it's necessary. No, let her husband okay. finish his career shift yep. and then let him get stable, let the income kind yeah. of, you know, let everything settle out. And then we start the journey uh, and during that time, you're researching, right? We're not just sitting around. You're researching what your situation is going to look like, and you're starting to plan out and, and plot that forward. And then when he's done, then it's your turn, you know, yeah. and you guys work the plan. You guys are smart. You're yeah. very smart. You've made great choices up until this point. I love that you said that you're not in a hurry. Yeah, you guys got, got what this. it takes to win. Absolutely. Keep investing. And Jade's right, the full 15%. You're going to love her for that advice many, many years from now, so keep it up. Jade Warshaw, always fun to be with you, my friend. Great hour. I want to thank James and the uh, hearty fellas behind the glass for keeping us on the air. I want to thank you, America, for listening. This is your show. This is The Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.